The Sexy Librarian presents the Kiss Me Quicks Erotica Podcast. You are entitled to your sexual self. We encourage lurid listeners to be playful, enjoy yourselves, your partners, and your sexuality. This show is for adults only. Hey, hey, Lord listeners, welcome back to the Kiss Me Quicks Erotica Podcast. This is your favorite sexy librarian, Rose Carraway. Joining me again in the studio is Big Daddy Dave Carraway. Say hey, Big Daddy. Hey, what's up? <laughs> that, was, that was a funny face you just made at me. Well, I'm trying to shake things up. All right. Um, we are continuing to promote our latest audiobook, The Sexy Librarian's Dirty 30 Volume 2. Um, we're very proud of it. Still hitting that bestseller list. Um, let's see. So we are still putting off our emails and our voicemails in favor of reading some of the praises that we received from um, our Dirty 30 Volume 2 print book. Um, so, Big Daddy, what's the next praise for erotica that you got lined That's up right. for us? Erotica helps people. Did it you know does. that? It does. It's really like does. medicinal and Every, stuff. People don't realize that. <laughs> it's a natural remedy for various things. <laughs> and it's just fun. Yeah. All right. Here we go. This is from Jeremy. I have had great experiences reading and listening to erotica with my girlfriend of 14 years. It's a fantastic way to set the mood or get new ideas for things we might try. We both work office-type jobs, and listening to the Kiss Me Quicks Erotica podcast is a fun experience that we share to make the end of our day much more exciting. Lurid listener, Jeremy W., Utah. Thank you, Jeremy. I, you know, I'm trying to imagine. I worked a couple of office jobs, and I'm trying to imagine, what would it be like to listen to our show while at work? <laughs> you know, I can relate to those those just grueling office hours and you're just you just feel dead driving home and then the driving and the blah so hey i'm glad that the kmq show can be there um thank you so much for listening we really do greatly appreciate it in other news before we get to the story we should probably make the announcement that we are bringing yet another new voice to the show not so new to the show Big Daddy Dave Carraway has officially narrated. Um, and this story is particularly fun. Uh, anything you want to say about that whole recording? It is exceedingly more difficult than people realize. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's a fun, it really was a fun experience. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I look forward to doing more. That's good. Yeah. I got more. I got more lined up. My God, I got it. I got it coming out my ears right now. <laughs> well, I'm I'm just so glad that you finally got to do this because I know you have been wanting to for a really long time, and um, I'm really excited um, to play it on the show today. All right. Before our story begins, check out our latest audiobook. The Sexy Librarian returns with another Library of Erotica just for you. Enjoy 30 adventurous, sizzling, fantasy-filled tales that span the sexy library, from fairy tales to torrid literature. 
spy-curious rendezvous to sex cult acolytes, clandestine military adventures to public punishment, and so much more. This is your very own Sexy Library. The Sexy Librarians, Dirty 30, Volume 2. Peruse the card catalog and see which sexy story piques your libido first. Jilling Off, author Silas Bliss, narrated by Big Daddy, category Polyamory, subjects 1. Hotel Adventures, 2. Old Attractions, 3. Masturbation. Jilling Off, Silas Bliss. The roads shouldn't be too bad, Mark said. Jill agreed. The snow was just starting to fall, but a sudden fender bender ahead brought everything to a stop. By the time traffic began to clear, Mark couldn't see more than a few car lengths. They weren't even out of Denver yet. They'd never make it to Colorado Springs before the interstate became too dangerous. The only thing to do was to take the next off-ramp. Mark pulled into the first hotel he saw. I'll get the rooms. You go get some drinks? He suggested. Sure. Here, let me give you some money to cover my room. Jill reached into her purse. No, no, I've got it. Business expense, he smiled. At the counter, the girl told him she only had one room left. Mark insisted he needed two. The girl smiled, looked at the line of people behind him and then the snowy blur where the streets should have been. Sorry, I only have one. The lounge was crowded. Jill sat at a small table against the wall, rolling her finger around the rim of a rock's glass. Mark sat down, picked up a second glass, and asked, Is this for me? If you want it, she said. If not, I'll take it. Mark tasted the drink, and his eyebrows rose in an exaggerated surprise. That's a pretty damn good mojito for a hotel. I hope the same is true for their burgers, Jill said. If I'm spending the night exiled to the land of beige decor and bad TV, I'm going to need more alcohol and a meal. They ordered dinner, and when the food arrived, they were pleasantly surprised again. Jill ate and concentrated on her phone for a few minutes, checking messages and emails. Mark watched her, silent. The absurdity of the situation amused him. How often had he watched her in high school while she went about her business unaware? Here he was now, a grown man, doing it again. He was staring. Jill looked up from her phone and jumped a little, seemingly startled by the intensity of his gaze. Her cheeks reddened a bit before she looked down again, getting just the right amount of ketchup onto a fry. I'm sorry you had to come get me and get stuck in all this, Jill pointed toward the snow-covered world outside. Don't worry about it. Mark was glad she'd said something to distract him from the awkwardness. I'm just sorry Ashley couldn't come. Something about last-minute complications with a signing. I'm always happy to help one of her clients. Especially one who pays the asking price online without even visiting the property, she said. That probably didn't hurt, huh? Huh? 
Mark tipped his glass toward her and smiled. Story there? First kiss in the pool house or something like that? Jill laughed and choked a little. With James Keenan? Not likely. Two years in a row we had homeroom together. I doubt he even knew my name. No, my bus went through that part of Skyway, and I loved that house as a kid. I was moving back home. It was for sale. I wanted it, so I bought it. A house like that is an investment. And now, I can afford it. Mark tipped his glass, drained it. Jill did the same. Another one? he asked. <laughs> At least, she said. Liquid courage for what lies ahead. Mark leaned in and asked in a dramatic stage whisper, What lies ahead? Jill leaned in and met his gaze. Her face was inches from his. Mark had the odd thought that she might kiss him. The land of beige decor. She parroted in a stage whisper before breaking into a rum-fueled fit of laughter. She leaned back and shook her empty glass in Mark's face. Drink me, sir. On the way to the bar, Mark could not stop thinking that he would love to do just that. When he returned, Jill asked, Would you have? Mark sat down. Would I have what? Would you have... Jill paused and looked down. She brought her glass to her lips before continuing. Known my name? Mark leaned back. His feet slid forward under the table until one of his ankles brushed hers. Jill didn't move her leg. Yes, he said. Jill rubbed the glass back and forth on her lower lip. I don't believe you. Mark was thrilled by the sudden sexuality in her posture. She stared into his eyes. God, she said, I was so in love with you back in high school. When Ashley called and told me that her husband would pick me up at the gate, I nearly died. You had a thing for me back then? Mark tried to sound casual, but he was certain Jill could hear his enthusiasm. Don't act like you didn't know the stands were full of girls drooling over you. Yeah, I think they were looking at the guys wearing the jerseys. Some, sure. Mark was hypnotized by the intensity of Jill's stare. But those of us with taste? We were watching the photographer in the leather jacket running down the sidelines. My God, you, wearing that jacket on that huge old motorcycle? I always wanted you to give me a ride on that thing. Mark imagined her body pressed against his, her arms gripping his waist as they roared down some isolated back road. I still have it. No way. Yes way. Lovingly restored down to the smallest detail. First warm day, I'll come get you. We'll cruise the old school. Jill smiled and nodded. That would be amazing. After more drinks than he had intended, Jill leaned on Mark as they made their way up to the room. Inside, she reached down to take her shoes off and fell against him. Her arms encircled his hips as she caught herself. Her body pressed against his erection, which he'd grown as he'd supported her down the hallway. His hand on her waist and her soft hair on his shoulder, fueled by warm, fuzzy memories of young lust. Mark thought he might not be able to make it through a night in the same room with her. If he weren't careful, he could really fuck things up here. To make matters worse, Mark was certain that Jill maintained her hold on him just a little longer than necessary. Had he imagined that she'd rubbed her hand along his crotch before letting go? 
She did have a sort of proud smirk on her face when she declared her intention to scrub eight hours of overseas flight from her body. She disappeared into the bathroom. Mark sat on the bed, flipping channels. The drinks were wearing off, but his buzz was still there. He couldn't stop thinking about Jill in the shower. God damn it, she was so appealing. As he sat there, lost in his thoughts of warm water on skin, the bathroom door opened. Jill walked out wearing only a hotel robe. I hope this is all right, she said, indicating her attire. I didn't bring any extra luggage. I thought I'd be going straight home. Everything's already been shipped to the new house. She shifted her bare feet on the rug. Mark admired her slim, pale legs below the robe. Her damp red hair was brushed back from a face now cleansed of makeup. It made her look even more like the girl he remembered, and his heart ached. No problem, he said. I could use a shower too, and I don't have anything fresh to wear either. He moved quickly to the bathroom. As he undressed, he imagined the contrast of Jill's fair beauty with his wife's darker allure. As soon as he was under the steaming spray, he started pumping his cock. He imagined Jill lying on his bed at home, Ashley moving above her, long, dark hair flowing along Jill's body as Ashley covered her with kisses. He saw himself enter the picture and them turning their attention to him. Ashley's full red lips and Jill's fine pink ones met on either side of his cock. When he came, he exhaled so loudly in relief that he wondered if Jill heard him. After a shower, sitting across from Jill on the bed, Mark enjoyed the erotic energy created by the two of them, alone together in a hotel room, wearing only robes. Jill seemed to be torn between trying to cover herself and arranging the robe and her posture to look appealing. Over drinks from the mini-fridge, they talked about school. Mark admitted that he'd been quite attracted to her, too. Why didn't you ask me out? she asked. The first time I noticed you was at a game. I was a sophomore. You were in the eighth grade. Ah, she said, the stigma of cradle robbery. By the time you were in high school, I was a senior and dating Liz Smith. You mean you were fucking Liz Smith? She said it with a smile that told Mark there was no malice. Well, the two kind of went hand in hand, he said. They continued to talk, sharing the old attractions and strengthening them as they discovered that they each liked the person the other had become. At one point, they leaned against each other, laughing. Mark shifted in an attempt to cover his crotch, but the gesture was too late. The robe's thin fabric revealed his interest. The movement brought his face close to hers. Jill, he said. Wait. She held up her hand and shook her head as she stood up. She swayed a bit, and Mark reached out to steady her. I'd be lying if I said that the alcohol and the somewhat ridiculous situation we find ourselves in hasn't made me think about fucking you. I mean, hell, old attractions never go away. They just... Jill, let me explain. No, let me finish. I like to be honest about this sort of thing, and I'm pretty sure you were about to kiss me. And in all honesty, I can't say I wasn't trying to make you want to. But the thing is, I'm a bit drunk. And you know, old feelings. She shook her head. I just... This. I don't... She slid back onto the bed. Fuck, she said. I sound like Yoda. 
Mark smiled. You don't what? He asked. Jill relaxed against him. I don't cheat. I don't deceive. It's the thing, really the only thing, that makes sex wrong. When it hurts someone else. I did want you to be attracted to me. I was flirting, but I didn't think it through. I won't. I can't do that to Ashley. She looked down as she spoke. When her gaze met his, Mark thought he saw confusion in her eyes. Maybe because he grinned. What? she asked. I wasn't going to kiss you. I was going to ask you out on a date. I would never do anything to hurt Ashley. Jill stared at him blankly. Mark continued. I thought after you settled into your new house, we could go have dinner. Sorry. I know you just said some words, but the only one I heard was date. That was the most important one. And how would that not go against the whole I don't cheat part? Mark stood up and gave her some space. Well, because Ash would be okay with it. As a matter of fact, she wouldn't mind if we did kiss. Jill gave him a doubtful-looking smile. So, you guys are, what, like swingers? No, that doesn't really cover it. I would not, for example, have sex with you. At least not tonight. Not until we all got to know each other well enough and everyone was comfortable with it. Jesus, are you like those HBO Mormons? No, no, I don't have other wives. And well, it's a bit out there, I know. But Ash is actually dating another guy right now. Jill surprised him by not reacting to this bit of unusual information. Are you dating any other girls right now? Mark shook his head. Jill continued. If I called Ashley and asked her about it, she'd be fine with it? She'd be excited for me. Jill looked into his eyes for what seemed like a very long time. You're Polly. It was a statement, not a question. Mark had been standing at the ice machine for at least 20 minutes. He was killing time. It wasn't difficult. He was elated at the ease at which Jill had accepted and understood. She'd gotten her phone and showed him a picture of her goddaughter, a beautiful little girl standing with her mother and both of her fathers. Jill understood. She'd asked a few questions, given him the ice bucket, and then pushed him toward the door. I have a call to make, she said. Take your time. When he returned, Jill was smiling and standing there waiting for him. She said, I called Ashley. And? She was... God, Mark, she was amazing. I had a more honest and open conversation with her than anyone I've ever lived with. I told her that we were sharing a room with only one bed. She laughed. Mark, she fucking laughed about it. And she said she trusted you. That she knew you would be a good boy. She said to tell you to jerk off so you could go to sleep and that we should all have lunch when we got into town. Mark laughed. Yeah, that sounds like her. There was a moment of comfortable silence as Mark looked at Jill. The physical attraction was a given. She was beautiful. What he saw now, though, was what mattered. Mark saw a woman with a mind open to the possibilities of limitless love. A woman without a knee-jerk reaction of jealousy at the thought of sharing someone with another. I can't believe how perfect you are, he said. I... 
Jill stepped close and placed a finger to his lips. She slid it down through the opening of his robe and pressed against his chest. I admitted something to your wife that I've never told anyone. Mark moved back just a bit, realizing that he was getting hard again. Jill continued. I told her that when I masturbate, I like to watch guys jerk off. It's my favorite porn. Can you believe I told her that? Mark just shook his head. Me either, she said. But what I really can't believe is what I asked her. Mark's cock reached full erection mode and pushed through the opening of his robe. Jill looked down, her gaze on his dick. Without embarrassment or hesitation, she said, I asked Ashley if I could watch you. Mark didn't move. She said yes. Jill pushed Mark into a sitting position. He looked up as she untied her robe and allowed it to open. Her nipples were still hidden, but the white terry cloth framed her creamy skin from the center of her breasts down to the small, perfectly groomed patch of blonde hair. Grab your cock, she said. As Mark began to stroke, Jill sat down across from him. She placed the soles of her feet against his, and it occurred to him that what he was doing, stroking himself while she watched, their bare feet pressed together, was one of the most beautifully intimate things he'd ever done. Jill slid her feet apart, taking his with them. She reached down with one hand and parted the lips of her pussy, giving him a view of her moist interior. She worked her fingers in and out. Don't stop, she said. He had gotten caught up and stopped his own stroking. He didn't want to come yet. He wanted to sit and watch Jill's fingers, shiny and wet, as they moved in and out. He started up again, slowly. Jill pushed two fingers deep inside herself and pressed rhythmically with the heel of her other hand. She stared open-mouthed at Mark. Faster, she urged. Do it faster. Mark complied, but he loosened his grip, trying to hold back. Jill's abdomen quivered, her face and chest reddened. Drawing in a long breath, she bit her lip and made a hissing noise. She pressed her feet harder against Mark's, and their toes interlaced like fingers when a couple holds hands. Mark stared at their feet, at this strange and wonderful act of intimacy, so unlike anything he'd ever experienced. And as he watched Jill gasp with pleasure, he felt his own release, warm wetness on his stomach and hand. They sat there staring at each other for a while. Finally, Jill wet a rag with warm water and cleaned him up. She made a game out of it, only touching him with the cloth, saying that it wouldn't be proper to do more until she'd actually talked with his wife in person. They lay in bed naked. Robes seemed silly at this point, close but not touching. Are you asleep? Jill asked. Almost, but no. Why? You said earlier you guys are okay with kissing when you guys are getting to know someone? Sure. Jill put a hand on his chest over the comforter and gave him a long, slow kiss. Good night, she whispered. Mark returned the kiss. Good night. She slid his hand down the comforter 
and gave his crotch a gentle squeeze through the material before pulling the covers up around her. Mark? She whispered in a sleep-drenched voice. Yeah? I really can't wait to meet Ashley in person. Mark slid his hand over and took hold of Jill's. I can't wait for you to meet her too. the show that was Jilling Off by Silas Bliss. You guys can follow him on Twitter at Silas Bliss. Contact us. Get in touch with us. Follow us on Twitter at The KMQ and get notified of free giveaways. We give away print books, ebooks, and even audiobooks. You guys can follow me at Rose Caraway and Big Daddy at Big Daddy Dave. Subscribe to the Kiss Me Quicks newsletter and get KMQ episodes delivered right to your inbox. If you want to support the show and get more sexy stories, go to Amazon, iTunes, or Audible and search Rose Carraway. The KMQ would like to thank the following musical artists. Portrayal, Fabian Measures, Peter Rudenko, David Mumford, Ryan Little, Creo, KMQ introduction music by Fivage and the feature credit song Push by Fog Lake. The Kiss Me Quick's Erotica Podcast is a Stupid Fish production and is brought to you by The Sexy Librarian's Dirty 30, Volume 2. Stupid fish. Pretty steamy in here. (laughs) I am so sweaty.